It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast with Fox News Chief Political Anchor Brett Bear. South Carolina's presidential primary race is the fourth key early state race for Republicans. President Joe Biden already won the Democratic primary there earlier this month. On the Republican side, former ambassador, former governor Nikki Haley needs to win her home state as former President Donald Trump hopes to solidify himself as the presumptive nominee. Tonight, we take a look at how the first in the South primary has helped narrow down the Republican field in past elections. South Carolina is on the cutting edge. As history shows. Thank you, South Carolina. Almost every winner in South Carolina. I can't think of a better place. Has gone on to become the Republican presidential nominee. This is a special state. Is this Nikki Haley's last stand? It's your. Your home state and winning your home state is so important. South Carolina has a really strong history of picking the Republican nominee. Only in 2012, when they voted for Newt Gingrich, did they not do that. Smaller, less populous states such as Iowa and New Hampshire give lesser-known candidates the opportunity to compete against those with high name recognition. I waited eight years to say thank you. South Carolina. The state has often ended an unlikely candidate's momentum and instead boosted establishment politicians who may have fallen behind. Why do you think that that has been the case in years past? Well, and, you know, I've, I've said before, kind of jokingly, and it's true, and a lot of folks who work in politics down here know that South Carolina is sort of the graveyard of presidential campaigns. South Carolina tends to be very representative of the Republican coalition at large around the country. In 2016, it was Donald Trump who was outside the establishment inner circle. I've never been a politician before, but I see how incompetent they are. He was able to break through the South Carolina firewall and secure the Republican nomination. Thank you. Thank you. As you look at it now, was Trump considered an outsider in 2016, and he's more of the establishment kind of pick this time? Whether you consider somebody establishment or not establishment, and I think you could certainly look at President Trump as definitely being not an establishment pick in 16, and you know more of the establishment pick now. With Trump, here comes a guy that is is speaking the things that we want to hear. We spoke with Competition Cars owner Bill Garofalo in 2016. You're 100%. You're not changing. No, I'm not changing. No, sir. Eight years later, Bill still thinks former President Trump is the best choice. All of his policies, I mean, he just needs to go back and do what he did before. His car dealership has undergone changes in the last several years. Today, I'm coming to you from the third row seat of this 1972 Old Vista Cruiser. Shifting away from selling late model used cars to selling classic automobiles. When COVID kicked in, we had the supply chain issue going on. New cars were difficult to get. So the new car dealers were scooping up all the used cars. Bill believes the former president would have handled the supply chain issues differently. Trump wouldn't have put up with that. He would have had solutions. It takes common sense and reason to deal with a lot of the problems that we had with COVID. And what the Democrats did and the way they're running things right now, it's just ridiculous. Criticism of President Biden and his party is not reserved solely for Republicans. Elizabeth Ballard has voted Democrat for decades. I 
don't want to vote for Biden. I think he's honestly getting senile, and I'm really disgusted with the Democratic Party for not coming up with a better candidate. She backed Biden in 2020. Now, she's changed her tune. I'm saving my vote for Nikki Haley. It's been coming the past couple years. My husband's a Republican, and so I've been listening to what he has to say. Elizabeth and her husband, Steve, have been married for three years. They voted for different candidates in past elections. This time around, the couple is backing Nikki Haley in the primary. While Steve is keeping his options open for the general election, Elizabeth says she will not be voting for Biden or Trump. I'll probably look for an independent. They may not get in, but I can't in good conscience vote for either of them. We'll hear more after this. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. What are you hearing from voters uh, about what's important to them in South Carolina? You know, honestly, I don't think it's very much different than what you see nationally in polling of Republicans nationwide. The key issues that are that you're hearing about at the national level, you know, immigration being at the top, you know, the economy, certainly. Uh, you know, those are all things that are definitely resonating here. With two major candidates left in the Republican race, some voters are undecided after their top picks ended their campaigns. We're going to try to make up our mind. I think it's going to be between Trump and Haley. We were DeSantis gung-ho and he dropped out. And so now we have to decide whether Haley's going to give us some answers to what we want to hear. This town is as sweet and beautiful as it's ever been. Paul and Teresa Hunter attended Haley's event in Newberry and hoped to hear how she would address illegal immigration. I feel that if you're going to come into the country, do it legally. Our politicians need to get together and figure out a nice, comprehensive uh, immigration plan. While they hold the same top issues of the economy and immigration, the couple could vote for different candidates when they head to the polls in coming days. I want to say that I would go for Nikki Haley and pray that I'm not throwing away my vote. And I would probably go for Trump and pray uh, he calms down a little bit. The guy is brilliant. He's got all the right ideas, but sometimes he has to fight around his own foot in his mouth. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says she will stay in the race through Super Tuesday. She'll have to overcome a significant deficit in the polls to win in South Carolina and a deficit in delegates to eventually win the nomination. It is an uphill battle, but she says she's still in it. That'll do it for this week. You can hear more of this series at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Make sure to leave a rating and review. We want to hear from you. I'm Brett Baer. We'll see you next time. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.